0: Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for this day, Father. We thank you for this opportunity to come together, Father, and worship you. Father, we thank you for your word that was sent for us. Father, we pray now that this message will go forth and upbuild your kingdom, Father. And we pray everything that's said and done today will be building your kingdom in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. So I have a slightly altered version of my joke. It has been put into the box a little bit. Anyway, if you like it, laugh. If you don't like it, laugh. Make me feel better. It'll be all right. So this little boy goes to school one day, and he's three hours late. And the teacher said, this is not acceptable. I need to know why you are three hours late. Little boy looked at her and said, it's a long story. And she was like, no, I need a specific reason why you are three hours late. And the little boy said, well, I guess you could say that I'm late because my dad wears no PJs to bed. She said, yeah, I don't think that works a while you're three hours late. He said, well, teacher, last night about three o'clock in the morning, uh, there was a ruckus in the, in the chicken coop, and my dad, like I said, he sleeps with no PJs, and he got his double barrel, and he went outside to get in the chicken coop to make sure that old fox wasn't in there, and about the time he bent down to look inside the chicken coop, my old dog nosed him, you know where? We've been cleaning chicken since 3 o'clock. That's as nice as I can make it. Y'all want to fear it? Yeah, there you go. Cleaning chicken since 3 o'clock. Man, um, it's been a quick week, a quick month. Uh, The month of May went by so fast, I can't remember it. I feel like last Sunday we did communion, and then we did it again this Sunday. But we, we did wait for the whole month of May, right? So, so in the last couple of weeks, we have been talking about, um, man, that the, the, we war not against flesh and blood, and then we wear in our whole armor of God, and we're protected, and we're under God's Word. And, and we talked about the offensive weapon in, in the, in the <clears throat> armor of God, being the Word of God. And so today I want to talk about, and it's, it's, it's in the same lines, but it gets a little bit more specific. I want to talk about the power... Of the name of Jesus. See, we we possess a, a, a given, a gifted, inherited power that we possess as Christians, that the name of Jesus and all of the authority that it totes, and, and he gave it to the believers for us to use and um not to use like when you hit your thumb, use. But when you are tearing down strongholds and fighting in that spiritual battle, uh, I know y'all see this mark on top of my head. If you can't, then you probably should give it to the eye doctor because it's big. Um, I had a problem at work, and somebody cut a wire, which makes, it, makes me unhappy on a build. And then they didn't tell me, which makes me more unhappy. And I was explaining how unhappy I was about the situation on the side of the elevator shaft. And we were on the, it's a three-story structure. I was on the second story, and it's between the first and second story. And I was kind of acting like Mahmood, telling him about why he shouldn't have done what he had done, and did like that, the point of where it was, because he kept um, saying that wasn't. And there's a purlin' about this tall. It shattered my teeth, I didn't say anything bad. I didn't say anything. I couldn't say anything. Uh, my eyeballs are kind of doing this here, right? Um, and I left a pretty good hunk of meat on that purlin, so my DNA will forever be embedded in that house, just, just saying. And then he was trying to talk to me, and I'm like, I, I have nothing nice to say to you right now. You need to go away from here. I was already annoyed with you, and then when I smashed my head into this wall, it made me more annoyed with you, because it's absolutely 100% your fault that I didn't pay attention to where my head was. See, that's not the situation where you should use the name of Jesus, right? Amen. That is not what we're talking about. We're talking about when we are praying, and we're talking about when we are being attacked. We're talking about times of things that happen. And it's, it's unfortunate It's unfortunate that we tote around such a powerful tool with us in our full realm of things that we should be using on a daily basis and how much we leave it in the holster. And I know that's not a really good example, but I mean, we leave it in the holster a lot. I mean, we fight a lot of fights, right? And we, we have talked over the weeks that we war not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the dark. And then we want to like fight against things all the while having the answer in the holster I mean the name of Jesus is high, above every name and he gave us authority for us to use it and we walk around and act like we don't I don't even know what we're going to do well, have you binded it in the name of Jesus I don't know that's where I start so, so let's turn to scripture y'all don't want to hear what I got to say let's, let's look at what, what Jesus had to say about it so if you will open your Bibles that's the the dust collector, and turn to Matthew, the gospel according to Matthew. And we we got a couple of scriptures where Jesus was talking about this authority, but we're going to go to Matthew first, right? That's the first one. He's before Mark, Luke, and John. Uh, Chapter 28. uh, And we'll start with verse 16. So Matthew 28, 16. And then the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. And when they saw them, they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. And then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you to do. And, sh- and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age." So, if you go back to 17, I think it's 17, like midways through 17, he says a profound statement. And up oh, next one, the next part of 17, oh, there you go, it's an 18. And all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Y'all, y'all ever, um, you ever tried to be part of something, and you, and you worked part of being a volunteer or something, and then they finally figured out you were dumb enough to show up regular enough that they gave you a key? You know what I'm talking about? They gave you a key. That meant that they was tired of meeting you there, that you were going to volunteer more than they were willing to show up, right? Like, I remember when I got my first key to the back building, like when I was doing youth group, they gave me the key where I could show up and do youth group on Sunday afternoon with a bunch of little ruffians named Shelly and Joel and Vicky and, and Jeremy and all, all of them grown-ups now that are all married with children. That doesn't make me old. That makes them old. But they gave me the key. And all of a sudden, I had the authority to use that building to help those kids. It was the key. And it was mine. It was my key. Now, I got a couple keys, but that key was special to me growing up in this church. Not that I never had access to the building. I've always had access to the building when I was a little kid. Before the rubber floor went down, we used to come up here and roller skate or whatever you call that, fall a lot. That's what we did. But when I got that key, all of a sudden I had the authority to use that building. It doesn't seem very big now I got a key to this building and that building and that building and that silly old van that don't run anymore I got keys to all of those things right the authority has grown a little bit but in no way shape or form could I go next door this way or next door that way and have authority to go into those buildings I can't go across the street and have authority to go in those buildings I can't go behind that buildings back here and go into those places, right? I don't have authority there, but I have a little bit of a th- little bit of, of authority here. But to make the statement that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, that's a pretty profound statement. That don't mean I could go in this building, that means I can go in that building and that building and that building and down the street and two towns over and three towns that way and out into the middle of the ocean or on, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. So if you, that's a pretty profound statement, right? It's a pretty profound statement that says that I have authority over these things. Right? Okay. Y'all with me so far? Yes? All right. So then, if you can, wait a minute, I skipped the gospel. There we go. I'm turning to gospel according to Mark, uh, chapter 16, and uh, verse 15. So Mark 16, 15, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. And whoever believes and baptized will be saved, and whoever does not believe will condemn. And these signs will follow those that believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. And it should say, in my name, they will speak in new tongues. In my name, they will pick up snakes with their hands. In my name, if they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them. In my name, they will place hands, their hands on the sick, and the sick will get well. So the authority that Jesus had been given, he started doling out, right? He was given authority, and then he started giving authority back out to the believers. Why? Because Jesus was getting ready to go to heaven, right? If you go back to Matthew 28, he he was getting ready to, to be raptured away. He was getting ready to ascend into heaven. So his authority on earth all of a sudden had to take human form. And so when he had his authority, he started giving it to his believers to where they had his authority to use his name in situations. Now, I mean, I don't think that y'all are really looking for a whole lot of this. I mean, we should be uh, baptized and saved, and we should be casting out demons, and we should be speaking in tongues. I don't think any of y'all really are looking for a lot of snakes, and I get it. I don't think y'all are mostly looking for deadly poison, and I get it. But we should be laying on hands on sick, and they should recover. Why? Because he had the authority over all of those things, however profound it says that you want to pick up snakes and drink poison, whatever. And he gave them to me. He actually gave them to the disciples. And as the gospel came, as we became a Christian nation, as we became the body of Christ, right? At at the time that Mark 16 took place, there was not a body of Christ. There was the, he, his body. There was no born-again believers. That all came later. And when they became born-again believers... He gave the authority to use his name to his people. I have, I do business all over, right? And I have accounts in a couple of places that where I have pretty good credit and some credit accounts. And if you know who to go talk to in a couple of places, and if you walk in and you use my name and say, I'm using, I needed this, this, and this. You can go get stuff on my name. Nothing compared to laying hands on sick or picking up snakes or drinking deadly poison. But if you need a two-by-six or a two-by-four, there are a couple places that will give them to you in my name. But what Jesus said is, I have all authority over heaven and earth, right? And then in my name, I want you to go do these things. I want you to go get these things done. So go to the next gospel, the gospel according to John. Gospel according to John, uh, chapter six, nope, yeah, 16. Mm. And I got it scribbled through. What the heck did I do that for? And 25, though I have been speaking figuratively, figuratively A time is coming when I'll no longer use that kind of language, but will tell you plainly about my Father. And that day you will ask in my name. And I'm not saying that I will ask the Father on your behalf. No, that the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and believed in me that I came from God. And I came from the Father and entered the world, and now I'm leaving the world. When you ask in my name? So when we pray... Right? When we pray, that's why we finish our prayer in Jesus' name. Right? Because we want him to know who we're talking about. Not on Robbie's authority or William's authority. Surely not on Stephen's authority. It is on Jesus' authority, right? That his name is so valuable... And we have been given this, right? We have been given that name to use and the authority associated with it. The Bible says if we ask anything in his name, we'll have what we ask. Now, we're we're in a, a weird place in the world at the moment. I don't know I mean, I'm sure God has seen this coming for decades or eons or since the beginning or whatever, but, but it is a weird place. And the mockery and the things that are taking place is, is at an all-time high of, of, of epic proportion. I think mostly because of the digital media. I'm not saying that it happened in people who have been trying to make a mockery of Jesus for years and years and years. It's just now you can put it on the www and everybody can see it, right? And as profane and, and as horrible as some of those folks are, right? And it, I, I had a pretty deep conversation this week, and, and, and this off topic for just a second, but, but it's going to tie back in and I, I hope. Part of the reason that that movement has grown so much, so rapidly is We accept you no matter what. We accept you no matter what. You can be a helicopter. You can be whatever you want to be. We accept you no matter what. And they have pitted. In the conversation that we had, we talked about that there is a child who thought that the church hated her because of who she was. When we talk about using Jesus' name and authority. He loved all of them. He loved all of them. He loved everybody. God so loved the world that he sent Jesus to die on the cross. Right? And this is where it's going to come back together. And regardless if they ever accept that love or not. Or if they ever understand that he loves them. There is coming a day. When the entire creation will be in the same place. And I know you think that that is not going to happen, but it is. That name. So if you will, turn with me to Philippians. um, Chapter 2. And we'll start with verse 6. Who in being in very nature God did not consider Equality with God, something to be used for his own advantage, rather to be made himself nothing, but taking the very nature of a servant, by being made in human likeness, and being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place. And gave him a name above every name. And that's what we've been talking about the whole time, right? That name above every name. And then when you want to talk about all of creation, all of creation will unite on Philippians 2.10. And that name of Jesus... Every knee shall bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Now you think about all the profane stuff, and the mockery, and all of that. And every one of them's knee will bow and every one of them's tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Every one. The name that we've been given to use, the power and authority in that name is above everything. It is exalted to the highest place. I can't wait to see Philippians two, ten, and 11. What a beautiful sight that will be when every knee is bowed and every tongue will confess. Now, I know some of y'all's knees hurt and you think, I don't really. But at that moment, you will be more than okay being on your knees, okay? But the name that is exalted above every name and the authority that goes with it has been given to the believer of the power of God. And it is, it has profound effects. Jesus said that if you know the truth, and the truth will set you free, right? The the name of Jesus has more power in it than all of the nuclear power plants, all of the hydroelectric, the solar, and everything else. He was here when it was created. He was in the beginning with God before there was anything when the earth was without form, and nothing was created without him. We don't comprehend the power and authority that is on the name of Jesus, that in my name they are to go about and to preach the gospel and heal the sick and cast out demons and we are faced with minuscule things. I mean, minuscule tasks. I just don't know what we're going to do. There ain't no way out of this. I mean, I'm guilty. This, this same mark on my head, this is an inspection that's been going on for longer than I care to admit. Did I have not slept over? Did I have, I mean, hours of anguish and grief? The day before the inspection, I woke up at four o'clock in the morning and I prayed for as long, I mean, I, I prayed and then I prayed some more and I prayed some more and then I prayed some more. And then when I got to the job site, I prayed some more and I walked around that house and I prayed some more. And when the inspector came, he said, I've never seen anything transform in such a way that you go from where you were to where you are. I'd have never believed it. And I said, we've been working hard. And praying, but we've been working hard <laughs> and praying. We allow things to step on us, to hold us down, to beat us down, and the name that is above every name has been given to us to use. We have the authority of His name in our mouth, and we walk around and act like we've been defeated and broken and busted and sick. It's a shame. I got my notes backwards, so let me peek. I just want to make sure I'm reading the right one right. Uh, Turn with me, please, to the book of Ephesians. Chapter 1, we'll start with 17. So Ephesians 1, 17, I keep asking that the God of our Lord, Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Uh, Verse 18, I pray that the eyes of your heart be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which you ha- He has called you, the riches of His glory, inheritance, and His holy people. 19. And His in- incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him on the right hand in heavenly realms, far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to the head over everything for the church which is his body in the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. The same mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly realms, far above, far above, not just above, far above all rule. The same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of us. And we walk around with this unbelievable authority and power and either we don't know how to turn it on, we embarrassed to not want to turn it on, or we are too lazy to turn it on. Because if you toted around something on the inside of you that was so powerful that everything came against you that failed, everything that that was coming up against you in your life failed, that nothing can compare to the power that you possessed, right? You wouldn't walk around with that head, would you? If you walked around with the authority of the Most High God on the inside of you and the power that he had that when he sent the angels into hell that raised Jesus from the dead, if that dwelled on the inside of you, you wouldn't walk around busted and defeated, would we? <coughs> Can't, right? We wouldn't do that. However, as a born-again believer, the power of God lives on the inside of us, and it is invoked with the name of Jesus. It has been given to us by the name of Jesus. It's, he, he did it. He did it all. He gave it to us. That's the confidence that we have. What 1 John 5.13 says that we have the confidence to know that God is king and we can go to the throne in Jesus' name. We don't act like we have that kind of confidence. Let's read it. I might have paraphrased there. I want to make sure we get it right right. 1 John. First John five thirteen. I write these things to you to believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. Uh, Fourteen. For this is the confidence that we have in approaching God: that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears it. And we know that whatever He hears, we ask, we know that we will have what we ask of Him. We know that when we have the power of the name of Jesus on the inside of us, if we ask according to God's will, that he hears us. And if he hears us, we have what we ask. Now, right, I know. We, we have prayed for folks and they didn't get healed. And I have prayed for situations and they didn't turn out like I thought they were. And I understand that. I understand that there has been times to where I feel like I have fallen short. When I have prayed for somebody or I have stood in faith for something and, and it didn't turn out my way. And I can tell you, I don't know the answer to that question. And when I get to heaven, I'll ask God. That will be on my list of things to do. But I can tell you for sure that this group has seen miracle after miracle and deliverance after deliverance and healing after healing in the name of Jesus. Granddaddy wanted to write down everybody's name that he ever prayed for to got healed. And I'm like, Granddad, I don't think you can disclose everybody's business. They might not want to know people to know what all was wrong with them at time. But we possess the authority to use the name of Jesus in this fight that we are in. And all of those things in Ephesians with the belt and the shoes and the shield and the breastplate and the helmet, they are hinged around the authority of God and the authority of Jesus. And without Jesus, if Jesus did not have the authority over heaven and earth, that whole body of armor would be pretty useless. Actually, if Jesus didn't have authority over all of what he's got, if his name wasn't above every name, if he wasn't in the beginning without, with God and nothing was created without him, if he wasn't the word, if he wasn't the light of the world, if he wasn't the bread of life, if he didn't have living water flowing out of him, none of this matters. But the truth is he is He is the light of the world. He is the living water. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one goes to the Father except through him. He is the person, the being that was there in the beginning of time before the world was created. He is the word of God, the sacrificial lamb, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He is. And we have the authority to use his name. <clears throat> and I'm embarrassed we don't do it well enough. So, John, Doggone, Sap, we got to do better. We got to do better. We have to do better knowing who we are in Christ and acting accordingly. <clears throat> you, you think that there are many <clears throat> millionaires that meekly walk into the bank? Would, would, would however much money in the bank, millions of dollars in the bank, you, you think they walk to the counter meekly and go, hey, you think it'd be okay if I get $20? There's been times in my life where I probably meekly should have walked in the bank and asked them if it was okay if I could have $20. It ain't this week. But can you imagine having millions of dollars in the bank and walking in and meekly asking, do you think it'd be okay if I had $20? Please. It's my birthday. We have the authority over all of the earth and all of heaven, and it is part of our inheritance. And we go. You think it'd be okay if I um my light bill got paid, or you know I could I could have something to eat tomorrow. What's in our account in God's account far surpasses anything that out of His riches all of our needs are met. It is a name above every name, and we got to start acting like it. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and praise you that it is above every name. Father, we know that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. Father, we thank you and praise you for the gift of salvation and the power of the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of us. And we just give you praise and honor and glory for it. In Jesus' most precious name, amen.